This is a HeadGum Podcast. Oh, I didn't prepare one, did you? When you say, I didn't prepare one, did you mean you didn't prepare to slingshot this spaceship all the way around the sun? Okay. And that's... We're going to have to go very fast. Yes, we are going to have to go very fast, and then I think we shoot ourselves into a black hole? No, we just slingshot around the sun. Okay. We got to... Are you with me or are you against me? I'm with you. Okay. Well, it's very dangerous, and no one's ever done it in uh, a Klingon warbird before. Uh, uh, uh-huh. And what does it... And then we... So... Then we get the whales. We do it. We do it, and then it turns out that we need to get whales Mm -hmm. who live in San Francisco Mm -hmm. so that we can bring them back to our present. Yes. Which is 2019. Yeah. We need to slingshot back to... 1993? You asking? You're saying 93. Um, yeah. We need to slingshot back to 93. Yeah. Collect some whales. Mm-hmm. Come back to 2019. Oh, and find out what happened with Logan. And find out what happened with Logan. And while we're in 1993, we meet some adult babies. <laughs> okay. We, we are. We become adult babies. Yes. Yes. Good. And... Then we bring the knowledge back to now. We bring the knowledge back. And we communicate with the probe. Which was speaking whale speak. Yeah, and that's what... And isn't that troubling? And what does that mean about the timeline? (laughs) That the probe was speaking whale speak. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe everybody becomes whales in the future? in In the reality where we're all adult babies... Yeah. And this stands to reason. Mm-hmm. The whales take over. The whales do take Human over. Human society collapses because yeah. we're all too busy acting like babies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the only people responsible enough to do something about it are the whales. And isn't that troubling? And, and isn't that... now that we know where we're headed, maybe it's not too late to fix yes. it. Um, but we're going to go back first. And we've got a slingshot around the sun. And we do it twice? What, I think How do we, we get back to 2019? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But we, when we get to 1993, we're going to be confused by their ways. They're like their music and their, their buses. Jinkos and, and yeah, <laughs> candy ravers. Boy, and I, I look at a boy um, babysitting. And by babysitting, yeah. I mean not babysitting because yeah. no babysitting happens. In <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I look, I see a boy – and mm-hmm. I recognize that he could be a babysitter, even though he's not actively babysitting. And I think, a boy babysitter? A boy babysitter? Surely not. We don't have that in our time. And he's hanging out with some um, greaser kids from the 1950s. Yeah, he certainly is. <laughs> some, like, T-birds. And it's very cool. And I thought, oh, I must, I must have... I don't have my history right. I assumed in 1993 we were well past the greaser thing, but well, here we are. They're a bunch of greasers. I'm just, I guess I'm just going to go get my whales yep. and f- fuck them like John McAfee. 
Okay, and that's the guy from Norton Antivirus, and I'm thanks for bringing it there. Um, but what is well, that? we're from the real, we're from the future. Yeah, we're adult babies. Okay, Earth has been abandoned mm-hmm. to the adult babies. Right. So it's this disgusting, like pervert okay. hellscape. Good. And we go back. Right, and we're gonna get the whales. To fuck them like John McAfee. Okay, perfect. That's great. Thanks for saying it again. And um, what he did that? And I know he did. He did. I read the tweet. He claims that he has t- attempted to. Yeah. And it's John McAfee, and I guess we we're talking about him again. I think we've talked about him before. We talked about him a few times. Okay, yeah. great. And that's great. He's an interesting character. He's an interesting character, and he killed a man, I think. Um, and he did invent- adds to his allure. Yeah, Norton antivirus and. <laughs> He'd fit right in with the bad boys. Yeah. But we're going to talk about the bad boys. And the reason that Anne has sent us back in time in this this clunky old Klingon warbird is because it's too complicated to go into. Why are we doing a Klingon warbird? Why are we doing someone we dis- the Enterprise? destroyed the Enterprise? I did. Oh. You did? Yes. How? I can't remember, but it was like, I think it was cl- it was clever to do. It like. Okay. It was like, like clever. Yeah. The test. Yeah. They, it's like the Kobayashi Maru. The Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. yeah. I, I did. Um, a lot of people died, though, huh? I think a lot of people, like, on the lower decks probably died, yeah. but no officers. Right. I think. Thank God. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's why we're in this clunky ass Klingon warbird, and I don't speak Klingon, but we're going to slingshot it around the sun. And the reason we're doing it is because Anne is sending us. Back to learn about Logan Bruno and the time travel adult baby motif doesn't really work for the um, no readers' requests, which we are in now. It only kind of worked for the portrait series, which we're well out of. It's tenuous at best for the portrait series, but we're now <laughs> deep out of those. Yeah, and, and gr- gasping for air. Yeah, in this new readers' request series. <laughs> yeah. And the reader request this week was Logan Logan book. Another Logan book. They were like, you know, we love the first one, Anne. (laughs) We're ready for a second, and this time, give us zero babysitting. Anne went out in front of like the Coliseum, and she was like, "I have given you a reader's request, and now I will grant you one more. Last request was a book all about Logan. You can request anything." And they're all like, "Oh." Logan! 1950s greasers! <laughs> and greasers! <laughs> we request more Logan! And Anne is like, do you want him to babysit Carolyn and Marilyn? And they're being bullied. And they're like, no! Oh, the girls could do that! The, yeah, Claudia will do that. <laughs> there was too much babysitting in the last Logan book. I want Logan and crime! <laughs> It was a good book, though. And that's what we got. It's called Logan Bruno, Boy Babysitter, and it's the best book I've ever read. You thought that the time travel adult baby stuff was labored <laughs> for the reader's request stuff? Uh-huh. Wait till you hear how I describe this book. <laughs> okay, perfect. That's great. I'm looking forward to that. Because what we've decided to do for the book descriptions in the portrait series was do a lullaby that mm-hmm. will help lull your baby into a deep and endless sleep. Mm-hmm. And describe the plot of the book. Yeah. For the Reader Request series, mm-hmm. we've decided to continue that tradition. Yeah. Because why, why, why mess with something that's working? 
If it ain't broke, why? <laughs> Everybody loves a lullaby. Yeah. I heard. I was walking down the street yesterday, and I heard someone. Someone was pushing their baby, and she she like gently leaned down into the carrier and said, "Y'all ready to get low?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it's really catching on. It's so nice." Uh, well, should shall we? Oh, so we'll describe the book. Okay, great. And what happens is, I guess we don't have to. We don't have to. We no, can no. keep shooting the shit. I don't care. <laughs> I like all of it. Fuck any good whales lately. <laughs> Not yet. Um, what we're doing? He do- the guy. I don't want to talk about it, but he does claim <laughs> to have fucked a whale, and I feel like I should say that it's a man named John McAfee. Don't look him up, but he claims to have fucked a whale. Yeah, and it's hopefully like he didn't for the tradition whales. in some like it's not South Pacific nonsense. It's nonsense. Yeah. Um, but what you're, I guess you're going to sing about the book and you're going to sing a lullaby and this is the time in the podcast where you take the podcast and you take it to a baby that you know or a baby that you found or a baby yeah. that you uh, are aware of somewhere in your vicinity and you hold the podcast up to their cage. and yes. Or na- their like pit. Just up to the bars of whatever they're in. Right. Um, and then you say, you're ready to get loud. And then that wakes them up. Which is good. That's what you want. Yeah, because otherwise it seems counterintuitive. But it, yeah. you know what sounds more counterintuitive? Yeah, singing a lullaby to a sleeping. Baby. Yeah, and then that's a waste of our time. Yeah, isn't it? Um, and Wake that little shit up. <laughs> yeah, get the hose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is. I think what you're hearing is the sound of two men who maybe spent the whole day looking after their babies. <laughs> no. Grandpa, uh, Pop Pop and Tutu are in town. Oh, really? So I was Sarah, off the hook. Sarah had a cold today, so I spent I spent a pretty pretty. We actually had a very nice day. We went to we were going to go to the children's museum, but on the way to the children's museum, there was a huge construction site, and you so we like ditched. we ditched we ditched on the children's museum and just like found a hill overlooking the construction site <laughs> and like got out of the stroller the i had like loaders. a picnic of like vegan fish sticks and and vegan chicken and i opened it up and we just sat on the on the hill and watched the construction for like an hour and a half and then at the end the construction guys all came out and waved at us <laughs> it was lovely did C- cyril i assume loved it cyril fucking loved it it's all he wants in the we world had the best time equipment. yeah it was really really nice. nice and that has been dead talk uh, Miles and I and, and Pop Pop and Tutu went to the Brooklyn Museum and looked at a bunch of plates shaped like vaginas. Okay. Oh, it's uh, the dinner party. Is yes. it there? I love that piece. Yes. Uh, are you impressed that I know that? Yes. Here's a question. You didn't seem that impressed. It's pretty impressive. So Dad Talk right? isn't over. I yeah. prematurely announced yeah. that that was Dad Talk because we're still doing it. Have you ever taken your boy as a young boy to a natural history museum where there are mummies? No. Okay. The Brooklyn Museum mm-hmm. has mummies. Mm-hmm. And I always worry that when I bring Miles into the room with the mummies, mm-hmm. uh, ancient evil will see him as a ripe young vessel. Yeah. And inhabit, and jump him. out of its mummy body and into his young boy body. Mm-hmm. That's a concern, right? No, that's a, that's a the concern. I brought him in anyway. Yeah. Because I just think it would it would add something to my life to be raising uh, an ancient evil, mm-hmm. but nothing, not so far. But who knows? Still sleeping? Okay, he sleeps fine. Yeah, attack anything? Sort of. We have this new game called Mash Mouth. Okay, 
and it's when you lay on the ground, he will crawl up to you and take his mouth uh-huh. and put it on your mouth and go, Whoa. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That sounds fun. And he'll usually get like a lot of his drool in your oh, mouth. That's great. Yeah. Um, my boy is already making up his own jokes. Can he come in and tell me one or is he in bed? He's in bed. I'll have him. Do you remember any of them? I'll see if I can get him. If I can get him to tell it, I'll record it later and put it on uh, as the outro. But the joke goes like this. I'll tell it to you. It's very sophisticated. He made it up. Ready? Yep. Knock, knock. Who's there? A bear. A bear who? No, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So it's sort of a meta it's like a it's meta like a joke. meta joke yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good he laughed his ass off um this has been this has been dad talk dad talk and i think we got to play the music twice i love that music but that's not what we're here for so i had to dig deep this week because we're out of lullabies mm-hmm. this is from the hit disney film mary poppins it okay. was an efficiency of language challenge this week. okay how do i jam the entire plot of this book into two quick verses great but I think I've managed to do it. Okay, great. And let's hear it. And you're going to describe the book in a lullaby. And that's what we do. And your babies are going to go back to sleep. So get ready for them to be lulled. Okay, here we go. Yep. A new disc from Nikki Cash on the race course Logan crashed. T-Jam fought with Clarence King Logan Pizza He did <coughs> Stole some stuff Washington Threatened Logan now can doll bribed him with some concert ticks. Logan swore he'd shut his lips. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was really lovely, and the babies are sleeping now. And now the babies are sleeping, just like the two children in Mary Poppins, when Mary Poppins sings that song to them. And just like the two children in this book that kind of made their way into the B-plot for a hot second, so there could be some babysitting that was done by Logan-adjacent babysitters. Not Logan. Not Logan. Logan. No. No. Not Logan. He's too busy being a bad boy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, T-Jam and the Bad Boys. T-Jam and the Bad Boys. I guess I'd like to describe the book now, and then I'll do a quiz. Okay. so That sounds great to me, actually. Yeah. So why don't you queue up... Um, what do I do? 60 seconds? Some, pick something that it'll be... that takes 60 seconds, huh? Which Star Trek is that? Four? Yeah, Star Trek Four. Voyage Home. I mean, anything with Star Trek would work. 
what about whales? Why don't you listen to 60 Seconds of Whale oh, Sounds? Oh, whales. Yeah, yeah, whales. I'm going to do whales. I'm going to search whales. 60 seconds. Can I give you a minute 31? Would that work for you? Yeah, that'd be great. I'll take a little extra time. Okay, I'm going to watch Whale Song for Kids, Learn Sea Animals, Blue Whale, Sperm Whale, Beluga Whale, and Orca. That's great. Okay, you ready? Mm -hmm, That's perfect. In five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Great. Logan Bruno is a boy babysitter, um, and he's friends with babysitters, uh, but something happens at school one day. Uh, uh, Oh, yeah, man. This fucking rocks. Okay, and I'll remind you not to talk. Um... He is getting made fun of, as he did last week by Clarence King and the other jocks, but uh, this guy defends him. It's this guy, T-Jam. He's wearing a leather jacket. T-Jam is cool as hell. Turns out he's in a club called the Bad Boys, who are crime boys, and they do smoking, and they do crimes. And uh, T-Jam seems really nice, though, and he asks Logan for help with his homework, and Logan helps him, and T-Jam is cool even though he's bad. Um, But as Logan gets deeper and deeper into the gang, it kind of starts to become clear that T-Jam is using Logan because Logan's dad is best friends with a guy who owns a CD store, and Logan can Song get su- the... full of surprising okay, facts. Okay, and let's st- try to stay quiet, okay? Um, and he, Logan can get the uh, guys into the CD store where they can do a heist and steal stuff. Uh, when Logan realizes what's going on, he threatens to rat on them, but they put a note in his locker saying that they're going to kill Marianne. Uh, and so he gets scared. So he doesn't rat on them. And as a reward, they steal two tickets to the Nicky Cage concert. And Nicky Cage is the, the hottest. You have about new 10 artist. seconds left. And Marianne sees the tickets and they try to go to the concert. But uh, Logan freaks out and says that the tickets were stolen uh, and that rats on the boys and the heist gets uh, stopped. And now you're out of time. Minute. Okay. I got to tell you about this song, man. Okay. It was in the spirit of Nikki Baby Cash. Shark. It was Nikki Cash. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was all about whales. And here's some of the things I learned. Okay. Beluga whale. Mm-hmm. Pretty white whale. They can whistle. Okay. Orca whale, also known as a killer whale. Did you know that they're a dolphin too? No. They are, according to this song. Sperm whale has the biggest brain of any animal on earth. Okay. And blue whale, biggest animal on earth. Isn't that interesting? Does it say how many of them John McAfee of Norton Antiviruses slept with? It doesn't say in this children's song. Okay. <laughs> but I imagine a, a good number. Um, did you like my description? No. Loved it. Okay. Um, I, I, okay, great. Um, so, but there are crime boys, aren't there? Crime Boys, the bad boys. And they're bad boys. And it's B-A-D-D space B-O-Y-Z. And they are bad. They have leather jackets, and they have slicked back hair. How come we've never heard of them before? cigarette packs in sleeves. Yeah. (laughs) And they ditch at lunch to go to the mall. Does Pete remembering his youth? Because they're definitely... (laughs) They're 1950s greasers. From an earlier time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They are removed from time, and they've been placed in this reality, this 1993 reality. And I think only this one, because we definitely would have heard of them before. Like, Carrie Retlin would be nothing to these boys. These boys would steamroll Carrie Retlin or Alan Gray. Yeah. Did you ever sneak out of school? Um, I would, like, go smoke in the woods. That's cool. Maybe you were a little bit of a, a bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I one time snuck out of school 
in order to go purchase the album The Amazing Jekyll Brothers. By and I wasn't purchasing it. I was joining a friend as he went to go purchase it. Okay. And that is, of course, by the Insane Clown Posse. Oh, no. We snuck out of school during like the lunch, the period before lunch period. Okay. To drive to Best Buy. Why couldn't you just get it after school? Purchase the new ICP album. The new ICP album. Okay. And we listened to it on the car ride home. Did you feel pretty badass? Bad. (laughs) I felt badass until we started listening to ICP. I don't think we can be friends anymore, man. Yeah. So we're both bad boys in a lot of ways. You and me? Yep. You How smoked, so? You went off to the, the woods to smoke. Mm-hmm. I went off to Best Buy to, to buy. To, to do it like juggalo shit with your friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool in its own way. Yeah. Um, this book is action packed and it is packed full of new characters who we've never seen before and never see again. Can I interrupt you real quick? Yes. I am so horny right now. Yes. For mm-hmm. a quiz. Okay, yeah, and I'm going to do a quiz. Yeah. Uh, and I've written a quiz. Great. And what we do is, uh, for these ones, we do a quiz, and there's no good reason for it, except that it is fun to do, and the quiz is called R. and anyone can play. Anyone can play. And it's called the Babysitter's Club Baby, Baby Quiz of the Week. Yeah. And it's fun. And um, what the quiz I have prepared for you today, and you can play along at home, and Tanner, you will play along here live on on air mm. is plan a heist and i'll tell you which member of the bad boys you are okay and isn't that fun that is fun there's a lot of members of the bad boys yeah there's skin there's icebox there's yeah t-jam and so jackhammer if you're playing along at home what you should do is pay attention to whether you answer letters or numbers okay it's a little trick i've used so that the quiz isn't too long but let's get going. Let's plan a heist together, Tanner. Okay. Okay. First of all, as we plan our heist, we're going to have to figure out where we're going to heist. So what do you want to rip off? A, the CD store at the mall. It's probably Sam Goody. It might be like Music Express. Was there one called FYI? Or, yeah, it's FYE. FYE, yeah. yeah. And then, or Nobody Beats the Wiz if you're lucky and you grew up when I grew up. The CD store in our mall was called FYE. Yeah. Okay. So that's A. A, the CD store at the mall. B, whatever T-Jam decides we should rip off. Okay. C, a sporting goods store, probably Models or something. Sure. D, the Hot Topic or the Ice Cream Store. Or both. Actually, both. I'm trying to think of... Hot Topic feels like it's the kind of place where everyone who shops there is interested in theft. Mm-hmm. And they probably have a lot of strong anti-theft yeah. uh, regulations in place. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Everyone's stealing from the Hot Topic. That's probably right. dumb. But you may be dumb. Well, I know T-Jam is dumb, so I'm also not going to follow his cues. T-Jam's not dumb. Um, the thing I'm most interested in, I guess, is is music. And I would probably rip off the FYE. Okay, so you're ripping off the FYE. That's for your entertainment. A. Okay, That's what, what it stood for. is your role going to be in the heist? Number one, I'll just hang in the back, like like backup. Okay. Answer number two, I'm the getaway driver because I took my dad's car and I didn't even ask him. Wow. That's answer That's number me. two. That's not me. Answer number three, I'm going to cause a distraction by making a big scene in the store. 
Yeah, I could do that. That's number three. Answer number four. I will tip off the cops because heists are bad. Four. Okay. (laughs) Question number three. How will you cause a distraction? A. Squank. Okay. Lame question, man. I'll just figure it out as I go along. And squank means no way. Yeah. And it's from this book. We'll talk about it later. Squank. (laughs) B. I will do whatever T-Jam tells me to do. I'm not going to follow <laughs> James cues. He's just, he's not clever. C, do a different, lesser, but still quite worrying crime so that everyone pays attention to that instead of the real heist. Okay. D, play heavy metal music real loud. I do like heavy metal music. Yeah. What was option A? A is squank. Squank. Okay. <laughs> I do like squank, so I'm going to do squank. A. Okay. Question number four. How nervous are you about the heist? One, pretty nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Two, am I nervous about the heist? Are you nervous about being the world's biggest loser? Okay. That's I do cool like to that say. One a lot. Yeah. yeah. Three, no, but I'm nervous about what happens to your face when I punch it. Okay. That's cool too to that say, cool. but a little aggressive. But also kind. And four, yes, so nervous that I told the cops about it. Okay. <laughs> I here's the thing mm-hmm. is I think aspirationally yeah I want to say number two because mm-hmm. it feels like a cool kind of energy that I would like to t- to bring out into the world yeah but I know realistically it's four okay question number five how do you plan to get away a I'm going to vanish into the night like Batman b I'm planning to do whatever T Jam does. I don't know. I'm not following <laughs> C, I will run very fast. That's not me. D, I don't care as long as it's via the ice cream store. I don't think I'm very good at disappearing or running fast, and I don't trust TJ. It's D, ice cream. Okay, D. Question number six. Wow, a lot of questions. There are eight questions okay. and eight members. One of your crew is a rat. What do you do to shut him up? Answer one. Yikes. Maybe we should just drop this whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Two. Let's put a note in his locker that maybe threatens to kill his girlfriend in a giant mousetrap. Is it like hand drawn and <laughs> yeah. like well done? Yeah. And the girlfriend okay. is drawn as a mouse. Yeah. And her initials are on her shirt just in case you can't tell. M-A-S. Yeah. Three. Let's punch and hurt him with our fists. Okay. Four. Rat? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> There's no rat. <laughs> I I like fancy myself a bit of a illustrator. Okay. An artist. Yeah, you would do B. Okay. Or two. Two. That's great. This is the penultimate question. Question number seven. How do you plan to fence the goods? A. I know a guy who knows a guy. Mm. B. Let's do what T Jam thinks we should do. Mm-mm. C, what's a fence? Mm-hmm. D, we'll sell them at a Slayer concert. Ugh. This one's really tough. Yeah. I know what a fence is from playing Skyrim, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I'm not, I don't think I'd be comfortable at a Slayer concert. Didn't you go to a Slayer concert with your mom? I went to an um, Iron Maiden concert with my stepdad. Okay. And you went to a... Um, Neil Diamond. You went to a Neil Diamond concert with your mom. All right, my bad. Uh, so what do you choose? A. You know a guy who knows a guy. Yeah. 
Okay. And finally, the final question. What do you say when the cops show up unexpectedly? One. Oh, God. I knew I should never have gotten into this. Two. Fuck. I got arrested again this week. That's okay. cool to say. It's cool to say, but not true. <laughs> Three. You'll never take me and my friends alive. Two 1930s. <laughs> or or four. Nice work, cops. I told you all these crime boys would be doing this heist. Which way to witness protection? Four. Yeah. Okay. So you are, and I have planned for this. Tie? You're tied, it, but very strongly tied. You picked three A's and three fours. Um, and so the plan for the tiebreaker is, and folks playing along at home can do this too, you just pick the guy that you think is, suits you best. Okay. So A is T-Jam. Okay, cool. And yeah. four is Kendall. I'm going to ch- I as I had stated throughout the quiz, yeah. I don't like or trust T-Jam. Yeah. So I'm going to choose Kendall. Okay, Kendall. And Kendall is what they call Logan. Yeah, Logan which is Which is very cool. Uh, and so just quickly for folks playing along at home, if you answered mostly A, you're T-Jam, the cool leader of the bad boys who's cool. If you answered mostly B, you're Skin, the kind of weaselly sidekick of the bad boys who I think who is- has like some kind of skin condition. He has a skin condition, but it's fine. The thing about him is that he's kind of only in it because T-Jam- twisted his arm to be in it see icebox <laughs> um i think your thing is that you're like sporty and uh, yeah. and just uh, headed for a life of crime d butcher boy you're exactly like icebox except you like metal music and right. ice cream ice cream he's described as having looking as though he eats ice cream for every meal one is g-man the guy who's in the group but as soon as the group Half dissolves one. He realizes that he never liked being in it and goes back to a normal life in Stony Brook. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Two is Remo, who's like the creepy, An like older boy, nineteen year old who hangs out, and he's like, "What does he call them?" He's like, he's "Little bro." Hey, he's like, "Hey, little bros." He shows up in his car. These are like fucking eighth graders. He shows up in his car, and T Jam is like, "Hey, Logan, let's go smoke cigarettes behind the school." And then Remo shows up in his car. And he's like, I guess he's out of school. He's probably 17. And he's like, hey, little bros. Let's, I brought you some pizza. It's not cool to be that guy. Let's go do some crime. Three is Jackhammer, who is just a, I think he's a force of chaos and he's evil. And four is Kendall, and that's Logan. Kendall. And Logan rats on everybody. And that's you. And that's me, and that is what I would do. Yeah, and it was the right thing. These guys yeah. were using him. They were using you. Even if they weren't using me, I would rat on them. <laughs> just like a, a wimp. Um, so that's the bad boys, and they're and so what? What do we think about the bad boys? Uh, very cool. They're very cool, and I like them a lot. And they are cool, and I wish I could have been them when I was their age. Yeah. T Jam, short for Theodore James. Bad boys spelled with two D's. The second D is for D's nuts. Oh, okay. Is that true? I think so. Yeah, that's cool. Logan at some point trots out Rank, which is an old favorite of ours. Oh, they have so many catchphrases. But the bad boys one-up him. With squank. With their new word. Yeah. Squank. Squank! S-Q-U-A-N-K. So let's see. They do explain it, and I have a passage where they explain it. I almost got him, came T-Jam's voice. He appeared behind Icebox and pulled the door open all the way. I saw some dude running into the parking lot. I thought it might be the one who tried to rip off the old lady. I went after him, but he drove away in a jeep. You should report that to the police, 
I said. <laughs> Squink, TJ answered. I guess that means no way or something. I tell them anything, they suspect me. Now, come on, let's book. Yeah, That's they say so let's cool. book a lot, too. Squink is cool. Here's another one they say. I guess that was the point of coming, to hang. The older boys had gone out of their way to take me along, so I felt a little bad about abandoning them to see Bob, the CD store owner. But it would be fun to go behind the scenes at the store. Ice and me will go with them. Keep them company, T-Jam said. Cool? Fully, D replied at the pizza place. Wow. So fucking cool. They say such cool things. They've all got such cool fucking nicknames. They dress like 1950s greasers. What's not to like? What is not to like? I mean, they steal. They steal, and that's bad, but they're so cool, and they're so chill. They are chill as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem to avoid ever getting in any real trouble. Uh, well, they all get arrested and do go to jail, I think. I mean, before that. Mm-hmm. they see, Maybe that's why it's trouble. It's tricky to figure out the timeline of all this. Maybe that's why they're not in the main canon books. Because they went to jail. They went to jail. Yeah, why has Anne kept them from us? When Stacy does crimes... Wine crimes with the crime girls. That would be a perfect time for them to show up and do it and be like, oh, let's do smoke cigarettes together or something. We thought that wine crimes were the worst crimes that could happen in. Boy, we were so naive. Stony Brook? Yeah. Didn't even happen in Stony Brook, by the way. It happened in fucking Stanford. Yeah, yeah, let's fucking talk about that across state lines. Well. (laughs) (laughs) But there are these actual crime boys doing actual crimes. Actual crimes! And they threaten to. Put Marianne in a mousetrap and get her tail. Yes. When I was a little younger than Logan, another friend who's not the ICP friend yeah. took me to Toddy's supermarket in Fort Collins. Mm-hmm. And he showed me a trick where back then comic books would sometimes have wraps around them. Okay. And packaged into the wraps would be things like tradable cards or packs of gum or something yeah. like that. And he showed me a trick where you pretend you're looking at the comic book. Mm-hmm. And then behind the comic book, you're ripping open the wrap okay. to get the thing out. Okay. And then – so it looks like you're just sitting there looking at a comic book if anyone's looking or if the cameras are looking. Yeah. But you're actually taking like a single piece of gum. Okay. Or like a free trading card. And – Out of the wrapper. Starting your way onto a life of crime. And then you put the magazine back. Yeah. And that's bad. And that's wrong, and I would tell And that's you. bad. Yeah. And that's the kind of crime that Logan and the bad boys were getting up to in innocent little sunny Stony Brook. And they're smoking. And they're smoking cigarettes. They're smoking cigarettes. They have a whole That's packs. worse for you than drinking wine. Yeah. I drink wine all the time. It's legal. It's fun. It's free. It's I'm easy. drinking wine right now. I don't smoke cigarettes, though. Not like Jack. Not anymore. Um, there's one more little catchphrase that I would like to say before we take a break. Okay. And it's this. T-Jam sounded shocked when I called him that night on the phone. Pretty slimy. That's when they put... So they put a thing in Logan's locker that is a picture of a rat running on the track. And then it's a picture of a rat in a dress whose tail is caught in a trap. And on the rat's dress, it says M-A-S. That's all we know. And then underneath it says, there's more than one way to skin a rat. Watch it. Watch it. And I think what that means is they're trying to trap Marianne in a rat trap, right? Because that's I think MAS is Marianne Spear. Marianne Spear. Okay. It, it, it either have to be a pretty big rat trap. Yeah. Or Marianne, would, they'd have to find some way to get Marianne very tiny. Yeah. And that is within the realm of 
possibility in this book. Yeah. Because in the B plot, Marilyn and Carolyn Arnold are concocting shrink potions. Right. To deal with their own bully. EJ. EJ. That's the B plot. I didn't even talk about the B plot, even though you gave me a minute, 30 seconds. Let me finish this passage. TJM sounded shocked when I called him that night on the phone. Pretty slimy. You know I would never do anything like that. Yeah? Then who did? I demanded. Beats me, boss. God, he talks so cool. Yeah. Could be skin. Skin? If I see him tomorrow... Whoa, gel, Bruno. Oh, fuck I told you about skin. He's got Rice Krispies for a brain. Right, and that's from the classic commercial, the Dr. Scholl's commercial, Are You Gelling? Oh, really? I think so. You remember those commercials? No. It was like gel insoles that people would put in their shoes, and when they were had the gel insoles in their shoes, they were remarkably laid back. Oh. And other people who were as laid back would come up to them and say, You gelling? You gelling? No telling how much I'm gelling. You gelling? You know I'm gelling. Hey, Ellen, you gelling? I'm gelling like a felon. You want some melon? Nah, but hey, I'm like mud gelling. I'm so jelly. You don't remember those commercials? <laughs> no, but that's a good concept. <laughs> and I think that is where that, it's tied into this sort of mythology. That's very Gel, cool. Bruno. Gel, Bruno? Squank! They give Logan a bad boy's jacket that has Bruno emblazoned across the back. Oh, Yeah. Which is also cool, but like, if I were Logan and I got invited into the Bad Boys, I would embrace my Bad Boys nickname. Uh, Kendall. Bruno's not, yeah, Kendall. That's Kendall. cool as hell. Yeah, that's very cool. Bruno's not a good nickname. Well, Kendall you can is. get into it. Yeah, Kendall, he's like the straight lace one. No one suspects him. He's the athlete. But I guess right. if you become a bad boy, like that goes away pretty quickly because you like grow stubble start and start smoking. and Right. Um, very cool. Um, I think maybe we should uh, take a quick break. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Babies. Uh, Tanner, we haven't really Jack talked about the yes. Shepherd. Okay, great. That's nice. That's fun. That's fun energy. Uh, what I was going to say is that we haven't talked about the kind of B-ish plot, which is that everyone is obsessed with a man named Nikki Cash. Uh, who is a singer uh, from the band. He used to be, he's a pretty good dancer, but he used to be in the band Too Hot For You, uh, which is a very cool thing that, what is going on? What are you doing? That seems like you're not paying attention and you're playing music. Uh, his name, his given name, his birth name is Reginald Fenster, which is something that King and the boys all kind of make fun of. Dance now, pulp nymph across the page. Write all your jokes so we can gauge. Where were you when you first realized? From the Bible he recalls. From her desk chair NM falls. Where were you when you first realized? Someday you will find us with tears of joys in our eyes. <laughs> it's a Pete Lorenzo's moment that we spy. Someday you will find us with tears of joy in our eyes. It's a Pete Lorenzo's moment. A Pete Lorenzo's moment that we spy. <laughs> Beautiful, and, and it is a book by Peter Lorenz himself. And this book was Thank by you. Peter 
and that is why it interrupted whatever dumb Nikki Cave shit you were on. Mm-hmm. Because I did need to get make it very clear to you, Jack, that this is a peep book. <laughs> it's a peep book. We sing about yeah. it. And we are swimming in a deep, deep, deep sea of sweet, 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 sweet feet this week. And I am. Yeah. I would say between neck and navel deep. Okay. Well, that means that I'm under. I'm just underneath. There's a bit of a tide. Mm-hmm. And it varies. Yeah. Like hour to hour. Mm-hmm. On average, I would say maybe nipple deep mm-hmm. in a sea of sweet peat. There's a bit of a tide. And you're I'm drowning. drowning in it. Yep. I'm fully underwater. Right. Um, and I'm fine with it. And you want to be underwater. Yeah. It's, you're euphoric. I'm a mermaid now. I'm going to live yeah. under here. Um, it smells great. Water's warm. Why not dive in? That's what Pete says every day to anyone who's around him, and we get yep. to luckily be amongst... Every day Pete gets up, he looks yeah. himself in the mirror, and he says, smells sweet. <laughs> water's, water's warm. warm. Well, why doesn't why anyone... not dive in? Dive in. Yeah, uh, and I you don't need to invite me twice, Pete. Because you meet Pete, yeah. Sometime if you ever meet Pete, he'll hand you a business card, and yeah. it's completely white, like yeah, and embossed on the business card in white, yeah. So it's just, you have to like catch the light right to read it, yeah. It just says, "Dive in, dive in," and it's dripping wet. Yeah, <laughs> it's soaked. <laughs> it's it smells like Dracar Noir. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's and great, that's and it's great. And this is a Pete book, yeah. And what a treat! What Jack. a treat! These readers' requests, yeah. books. <laughs> this was so good. T Jam, Pete, thank you Our for T Jam. Life is just—it's <laughs> bright again. You know, the light has come back on in our yeah. lives. Oh, this is so good. After so long, and I, like I love Ellen. I love the mysteries. Yeah, I love Jeannie. I love Jean. I love the, and portrait, I love collection. the portrait collection. But yeah. these P books and these readers' requests, ugh, they're so special. His character Bible is so deep. I, I decided I was going to do a quiz that was like, which member of the bad boys are you? And then as I counted them, I was like, there are fucking eight of these fucking dudes. And they all have like <laughs> personalities and backstories. It's like the ball out. Uh, Jack, what, at what point in this book did you realize that you were reading a, a P book? I think immediately. So uh, traditionally, we get to do. A uh, pure Pete moment and a okay, and a, sure, like a classic Pete moment. So the moment that I realized for certain was just right in the chapter two description of the girls, where he describes everyone and he describes them all funny. But the one that really stuck out at me was at the end where he goes, "So that's the lineup," and they were all munching on candy like crazy, except for Stacy who was eating chips and Dawn who was eating a bag of hay or something. Yep. <laughs> that was my Pete moment too. Yeah, <laughs> that was my Larangus moment. But I, that was also my that was my raw Larangus moment. That's the raw pure one. I had a sneaking suspicion that the illustration that we've discussed many times. Mm-hmm. There's more than one way to skin a rat. Yeah, it? I when I saw that, I was like, this is definitely a Pete book, and I'm wondering if maybe Pete drew this because it doesn't look like Hodges. It doesn't look anything like Hodges or Angela or even. Um, Susan Tang. Well, you know what's scary is I bet what happened is Pete just had that lying around. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, I and drew this. he shaped this. an entire book around it. I could just put it in the book, yeah. This is this is like a thought exercise for Pete. <laughs> is he'll go down and he'll free draw. Yeah. He'll go down to his lab and he'll free draw. <laughs> and this is what he came up with was a rat 
in tennis shoes jumping over hurdles and, and smiling. Him, and behind, yeah, and behind is him a, is a girl rat. And they're both naked. And they're both naked, and the girl rat has MAS tattooed across its chest, and it's yeah. dragging itself along by the tail. And it looks unhappy. Which has a mousetrap on it. Yeah. And Pete drew that, and he's like, what can I do with this? He just drew that. He was going to put it in his like neighbor's, like, through the letterbox. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I could use it for this book. He had to, like, figure out what MAS could have possibly stood yeah. for at <laughs> yeah. first. He was just like, it could be the Natalie Furtado song. The Nelly Furtado song? Is there one yeah. called Mas? Mas, yeah. It could be the Movimiento al Socialismo, the Bolivian political party. Oh, so that's almost certainly what it is. It's Pete talking about his strong distaste for socialist ideals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pete is against the redistribution of well. He, so he wrote, a, he wrote a treatment for each of these interpretations of yeah. MAS. yeah. He wrote like he wrote the whole Natalie Furtado thing. He wrote the anti-socialism thing. Yeah, uh, there was a whole thing about Moroccan f- football, um, milliampere per second. There's one about the Mass Ninety, which is a Sage accounting software system, yep. and then of course Master of Advanced Studies, which is what I have. Oh, okay, you do have that? I think so. Yeah, maybe you missed a credit or two, but yeah. And then, and that's a shot across the bow of me, um, and there there is more than one way to skin a rat. So thank you, Pete. And this is the one he was like. I guess this is the one that makes the, Marianne Spear makes the most sense for what Scholastic wants from me. Yeah. So this is the manuscript he turned in, um, and it's good, and it's perfect, and it's a perfect manuscript. And the B plot is also a perfectly matches the A plot. It's about EJ who is bullying the twins. The less said about that, the better. Yeah. Um, we should say in uh, all of these books, um, well, it's certainly in the portrait collection books, uh, Jeannie uh, started Jean. uh, a fun little trend where she decided that the, some of the girls uh, are from the sea. Most of them. Most of them are seafood. <laughs> from the sea. Can I read you this passage, Tanner, yeah. that is about the B-plot, and it's about Charlotte Johansson, who's being uh, bullied by EJ? EJ, Yes. When Stacy first moved to Stony Brook, Charlotte was an unbelievably smart seven-year-old who was also painfully shy and sad. Now she's an unbelievably smart eight-year-old who's friendly and outgoing. Stacy had a lot to do with the transformation. She really brought Char out of her shell. Out of her shell. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now the two of them call each other almost sisters. Almost sisters. And Stacy's a lobster. L- Stacy is a lobster, and if you were someone who was in a shell right and sisters with a lobster what would you be a lobster lobster i think think. yeah (laughs) Yeah. so this is spreading but for a lobster it's not nice to take them out of their shell i think they molt okay they might they may molt yeah so i just thought that was neat that pete pete just did a little nod to genie He's like, I'm not going to do much with this. Pete's I don't want to make it part of the Gene. A plot, but I do want to let you know, wink, wink, I saw what you're doing, and I'm going to continue this idea. We're going to see what happens if Stacy's a lobster, her almost sister would be at least almost a lobster. Yeah. and that Pete did a sense. nod to Gene, and he did a nod to Stan. To Stan from Eminem. Yeah. No, no, no. Not okay. the song Stan. Yeah. The Dido and Eminem. Okay, yeah. Eminem featuring Dido. It's Eminem featuring Dido, yeah. And he does make fun of Insane Clown Posse on that same album, so. Does he? Yeah, burnt. 
I'm not burnt. I didn't. I didn't buy the Insane Clown Posse album. All right. I have right. never, <laughs> except for that one Insane Clown Posse song that we all listened to that one time. Oh yeah, Miracles. Miracles. I've yeah. never heard an Insane Clown Posse song. Okay. And I cut ties with Trevor that day. Okay. And you never cut class again. I, no, I cut class several times after that. One time I cut class just to um, go sit in the parking lot and play Tiger Woods Golf on my Game Boy Color. That's cool. Yeah. He pays tribute to, to, to Stan, too. To he Stan. Stan Lee. Stan, Stan Lee. Okay, yes. In what way? Well, he's done it before. He's okay. just doing it again. Logan. Obviously, we know Logan Bruno. Yep. But there's another famous Logan, and and he says things along these lines. Well, yeah. I know, I know. I sound corny when I start talking about Marianne. Well, you would, too, if she were your girlfriend. Nuff said. Oh, yeah. Snick. Snicked. Snicked. (laughs) That's cool. That's very cool. And I think Logan is Logan. Yeah, Logan is Logan. A.K.A. Wolverine. Yeah. From Marvel Marvel Comics. And Pete's just hedging his bets because when Pete writes, he's got so many things on the go. When he started writing this, he was like, I could sell this to Marvel. I could sell this to Anne. Right. I don't know. I'm going to see where it goes. I'm going to put a bunch of greasers and a bunch of crime, and I'm going to have the main character be Logan. I could sell it to the Bolivian government. I could sell it to the Bolivian government. <laughs> I could sell it as accounting software to some investment bankers. <laughs> uh-huh. You never know. There's more than one way to skin a rat, says Pete. That's the lesson. Um, and that's smart. That's very sensible. Speaking of Logan being cool and saying stuff about Marianne, here's a Great segue. brief segment that we like to do that's called Jack and Tanner. Oh my God, why she come out here with this crane on like she at a dark cave? Fashion, Fashion idiots. Fashion idiots, yeah. Why we ain't got no shoes on? Girl, no. <laughs> All them sweaters. And uh, Logan does it for us. And it's, did you catch this? No. Okay, so this is like, I think I described this, but in order to pay Logan off to persuade him not to rat, first they threaten him with the note. Then they like, after he doesn't rat for a week because he's like worrying, they steal two tickets from some poor girl to the Nick Cave concert. Is it Nick no, Cave? it's not Nick Cave. <laughs> that it's Nicky cool. Cash. <laughs> That's more like Pete Greaser stuff where he's like, they're all obsessed with Nick Cave. <laughs> In 93. In 93, he was probably still in the birthday party, which is the name of his like cool ass, like fucking post punk band before he was Nick Cave. What is it? Their name? Nikki Cash? Nikki Cash. Yeah. Nikki Cash. They're all obsessed with Nikki Cash and the bad boys, two D's, one Z, steal two tickets from some poor girl and put them in Logan's locker as like a blandishment. And Marianne finds them and they go to the concert. And the following thing happens. The meeting whizzed by. I have to say, I couldn't keep my eyes off Marianne. She was wearing this incredibly sexy outfit with sequins on it. Yes, Marianne. Not a dress, but a shirt and pants that are attached. Whatever that's <laughs> called. And what is that called? What is that? It's like a it's, it's like a, a sh- jumpsuit. It's a shirt, but it's like a shirt it's covered in sequins. <laughs> It's like something that like Evil Knievel would wear. <laughs> yeah. They, it's yeah. a shirt. Do you think it's just like someone took a shirt and like covered in sequins? Stapled it to the pants? 
I don't know. I don't. Is that a kind of thing? It's a shirt and pants that are attached. Whatever that's called. I, to me, that's called a jump. That's called a jumpsuit. Or it's like um, it's like uh, like a John Deere. I had one of these as a kid. One of these like John Deere. Oh, like a work suit. Work suit that you wear. That's cool. Oh wait, what were we calling them when boys wore them a few years ago? Do you remember? Oh, it was like, a hot craze when boys were wearing romp hymns. Romp it, romper. It's a romper. It's a romper. That's what a romper is. It's a romper covered in sequins. That's what a romper. And that's is. that is that's what Logan is trying to isolate. What a romper is, and we know and that's that. what it. And sometimes boys wear them, and when boys wear them, they're called romp hymns. Okay, so that's real. That's it, and it's incredibly sexy. It, oh yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> Logan thinks all the babysitters are sexy. He does this like girl journalism early on. Did you catch this? <laughs> he goes, if there were ever a BSC fashion contest. Claudia would face stiff competition from Stacy McGill. Stacy dresses in the most amazing clothes. She's from New York City, and you can sort of tell. She looks sophisticated and hip. And talk about gorgeous. Stacy has long blonde hair and a toothpaste-ad smile. Okay, before I go on, let me just say one thing. I am only reporting about these girls so you know what they look like. If I compliment them, it's merely an observation. Don't get the wrong idea. End of message. That was my, um... Strike against the Patriots. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because yeah. it was a great save by Logan because he does just – He, he finishes describing how attractive all his female friends are. Yeah, and it's also defending journalism, which and in this day and age journalism. needs defending, and he's only reporting, and you can't blame someone for reporting. Strike against fake news. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And strike for the free press. And, strike for the free press. And are we going to prevent someone from reporting on how hot their friends are? We the chive would shut down. <laughs> the chive would shut down. <laughs> and we need the chive. <laughs> and we do need the chive. Tanner, we have to go. But first, I know we... I have so many more notes. I okay. want to talk about one thing, and I can't, and I'm not actually allowed to do it. Though, Why not? So... Well, might be insensitive. Okay. Given how bad I am at emulating the accent of people from this nation. Okay. And here's a question. I'm better at it. I won't say I'm perfect at it, but is it more insensitive if it's better? Well, you're English. Okay. No, but that's... So it's at least like adjacent. Yeah. Okay. You're from I... the same country. Don't say that to the Scots. Um, <laughs> it, it, so it's a segment that for, for reasons that have less and less meaning inside them... As we stray further from the portrait collection, yes. uh, the segment is, uh, is, is Scottish and baby themed, and it is our. And it's Baron is Scottish for baby, and it's our burn of the week, and the, there are babies uh, not in these, this book, but in Beer. the other ones. There's. And they're not, and Logan's not a baby. And Logan's not a baby. And in fact, it does no baby. Does no babysitting. It's a misnamed right. book. Anti- I think it was because when Pete had to rush this to press, because it was originally going to be like one of the like old man Logan run. Well, originally it was the manifesto that he was going to deliver right to whatever like dictator was in charge of Bolivia. Right. Yeah. And then he was like, well, I've got a an in at Marvel, and so maybe I can do a, a, a like a pretty sweet and iconic run on Wolverine, and this was going right. to be that. And then at the last minute when they didn't want it, he was like, well, maybe knocking on Anne's door at like fucking two in the morning right? with this manuscript. They went to like Hickman or whoever they always go to. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay, Marvel. Yeah. Great. Great. Another Hickman X-Men run. Great. You know who would have been f- – 
fucking great, Pete Larangis would have done a <laughs> bang up job. And and we could have had a fucking superhero called fucking T Jam. T Jam. Um, Here's mine. Uh, and it's our burn of the week. And what's your burn of the week? It's from the um, chapter two. I look pretty average. Medium height and blue eyes and brownish blonde hair. My girlfriend, Marianne Spears, says I look like the actor Cam Geary. I don't, exactly. But I just thought I'd say that so you don't think I look like Garth from Wayne's World or something. <laughs> My burn is on Tana Carvey. <laughs> That's a very good burn on Tana Carvey. <laughs> yeah, eat it, Dana. What does Pete have against Dana Carvey in 93, man? You're ugly, and none of my characters <laughs> look like you, and I just want to make that abundantly clear to my readers. Um, that's good. That's a good burn on Dana Carvey. I've got so many. This is a really good burn on Janine. Did you catch the one on Janine? What happens with Janine? Here's the burn on Janine. Yeah. It's also from the chapter two. Yeah. Claudia says her sister is an alien. Whenever Janine listens to music, it's classical. Her idea of funky clothing is a t-shirt with a picture of Mozart on it. <laughs> that is funky. That's a good burn. Here's a, bur- a quick burn from Clarence King, and then I'll burn him back. Okay. That's what I'll do. So Clarence King burns Logan in a, a way that is just so quick and concise. He just goes up to him and he says, yo, potty animal. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> P-O-T-T-Y. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it is a very good idea if anyone wants it to make a line of onesies that say potty animal. Oh, that's so good. Uh, maybe it exists. But that's Clarence King's idea. And then here's how Logan gets him back. Hey, Logan, planning any more field trips? Logan tripped at a track meet and lost the game. So that's a burn, too. That's what he means. How about this? How about this? How about this? For a girl, it's a onesie, and it says, Napsty Woman. Okay. Nap, Napsty I think we should probably workshop it a little bit, but it's, it's almost not, there. It's getting there, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, Logan, planning any more field trips? It was Tuesday morning. Time for the Clarence King comedy show. Lucky me. I was getting my own private performance right in front of my locker. His laugh track was courtesy of Bob Stillman and Peter Hayes. These are all the guys from the last book, but Pete doesn't even need them in this book because he's got T-Jam. I could tell the Saturday meat wasn't fading from their minds. I was thinking of the Museum of Natural History, I replied, but they might mistake you for one of the exhibits. That's good. <laughs> That's good off the cuff. It's good. It's good off the cuff. It's strong. Good burns in this book. Mapsty woman. I think potty animal, a line that says potty animal, and then anything with potty. What about this? It's a line of onesies, and it says, you got to fight for your right to potty. Okay, and that's good, too. Don't you Fuck. think? Yeah. Isn't that good? What's the L- what's the L- LMAO song? What about it's oh, Potty Rock Tonight? Potty Rock Tonight. That's funny. That's good. Um, or what about just Potty in the USA? <laughs> that's good too. Fuck. <laughs> can we do anything with Napsty Woman? No, because that's not good. And there's nothing. Because no. that's not a thing people say. No, 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 no I know. Squank. Squank. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You got squanked. Fuck. I can't believe it got squanked. Squank to you. Everybody gel out. Jack! Mm-hmm. I want to introduce a segment, if I may. Perfect. That's great. Yeah, that's wonderful, because I wasn't just trying to wrap up at all. And it is a segment that is structurally adjacent to another segment. Okay. But 
not the same segment okay. in practice or in theory. Because mm-hmm. the other segment is called Dad Talk, and it's where you and I talk about being dads. Right. And this segment is actually about the dads of Stony Brook. Right. And it's called Dad Watch. Dad Watch. Last week in Reader's Request number one, Logan's mm-hmm. story, we discovered the name of Logan's dad, Nick. Nick. Nick Bruno. Bruno. Mm-hmm. This week in Reader's Request number two, we discover Nick Bruno's profession. Mm-hmm. I saw a display for Nikki Cash's new disc at Sound Ideas. They constantly refer to CDs That's as so discs. Cool. That's so cool. <laughs> this is new this disc. Book. That's very cool. He's trying to make it happen a little too hard, but it's cool. <laughs> and it's wor- it's a worthy effort. But no one ever he's, did that never did catch on. It never did catch on. No. Yeah. He's a bear he's bare chested on the cover. See what a thoughtful boyfriend I am mentioning stuff like this? And that kind of goes back to Cyril's joke. Knock knock. Who's there? A bear. <laughs> Good. I thought Marianne's eyes would pop out. Oh, I hope it doesn't sell out. I can ask Bob to hold one for you, I suggested. Bob, the guy who owns the store? Yeah, he and my dad know each other from the Chamber of Commerce Softball League. Oh, cool. He's Wait, always really? saving, like, oldies collections for my dad and giving us discounts. Fucking hell. What the hell? That's so crazy. Nick Bruno works at the Chamber of Commerce. I thought last week he worked at a sporting goods store. Nope. Works at the Chamber of Commerce. Wow. That's a huge promotion. Because they're on a softball league together. For like from working at Models, essentially one month. Yeah. yeah. Damn, Pete. Who did he fuck? Which whale did Nick Bruno? Yeah, fuck? which whale did Nick Bruno fuck to get that promotion? <laughs> right. That's great, and we do need to save the whales, and uh, in any way that we can, and we've got to find a way to get back to our present time with the what we've learned about Logan Bruno, boy babysitter. And we got to do it in this hunk of junk that is the Klingon Warbird and uh, Scotty's busy, yeah, adapting the cargo bays so that they'll hold all that water and, and all, all that fresh, sexy <laughs> whale meat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not whale meat; it's actual whales, and they're in sequin rompers. <laughs> Ooh, okay. don't get me started, Jack. <laughs> okay, that's great. And now we're gonna leave, and we're gonna go, and we are going to go home. Yes, and my wife. I would like to thank you for bearing with me, Tanner. I'd like to thank you for bearing with us, Baby Nation. I would like to adult babies. What do we decide they're called? Baby babies. Baby babies. I'd like to remind everyone to please take a moment to go and subscribe to our Patreon. It is a great way to support our work. Uh, in addition to getting an entire new show every week where we sing the descriptions, you can um, support us and keep us going and keep us doing this podcast, which is something that we like to do. So please take a moment, check it out. It is patreon.com slash podcast. Um, while you're at it, if you haven't joined the Baby Nation Facebook page, it is where all the fun happens, and we have a good time there, and we all hang out and have a nice time, and everybody on it is nice. And please, and I cannot stress this enough, buy our fucking merch. It's very good. Bit.ly slash BSCC merch. There's a couple of fairly new shirts that you can still pick up. Yep, there's stickers. And a fresh new sticker pack mm-hmm. with four... Complete stickers in it. And a tote for Delia. And there's a tote you can buy. Yeah. Forgot about the tote. Yep. There's a tote. 
Um, and rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, I would like to tell you that this week we read a novel that was called Logan Bruno Boy Babysitter, Babysitter's Club Reader's Request number two. Next week, we are finally going to be reading A Time to Killborn. We won't be. We'll be reading Reader's Request number three, Shannon's Story. And then we'll do A Time to Killborn after that. We'll maybe touch on A Time to Killborn. Okay. And it's about Shannon, and I'm looking forward to it. My name is Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Anna Greenway. And please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your center, and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let Daddy love you as much as I do. Fight the future. We're handprints in the cement of time. Claudia's wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been. Who's there? Over there. <laughs> There's no bear. You never know. You never know. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>